Hello, I'm Jack Ingram, and this is the Xora Innovation Digest. This week, are cybersecurity threats preventing digital transformation? Gil Berger from Legacy Technologies is here to tell us. All that and more coming up. Gil Berger is a co-founder at Legacy Technologies. Legacy offers active and passive cyber defense to governments and companies, including organizations in the energy sector. Hey, Gil, how are you doing? You okay? I'm fine. How are you, Jack? Yeah, very well. Thank you for asking and thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Um, so we'll dive straight into things, Gil. Um, I'm curious to know, how prevalent are cybersecurity breaches within the oil and gas industry? Yeah, so this is uh, really interesting what we are seeing in uh, recent years. You know, in the past, we used to see uh, cyber attacks uh, targeting uh, more of the business sector, uh, you know, the tourism industry, uh, yeah. financial industry, uh, whether it's a uh, terror or crime. Uh, but in uh, recent years and, and more in the recent period, we see more and more attacks on the oil and gas industry, which tends uh, to, to, to be very vulnerable uh, to such attacks. And the hackers understand also the value uh, in this uh, industry for them, of course, unfortunately. Uh, so uh, this is uh, really uh, a, an increasing problem, yeah. Okay. So w- would you say incidents are rising? And if they are, what, why are they rising? What's going on in the world that means that oil and gas is being targeted? So, yeah, incidents are uh, rising uh, exponentially, I must say. Uh, we see it with our clients uh, really on a monthly basis um, in, recent, in, in different areas in the world. Uh, well, it's, it's an interesting industry because uh, in different from the uh, regular business IT environment, we usually we, we, we know, uh, which is a pretty much a closed environment of uh, employees, servers, uh, softwares. Uh, this industry is a bit more complicated. Uh, this industry uses uh, what we call industrial control systems uh, or SCADA systems. Uh, and uh, this turned, uh, turns to be very uh, vulnerable. Uh, you know, these are like... Uh, Small computers uh, that are that are actually sensors, uh, that uh, and you find it in thousands, uh, sometimes more in, in one industry, uh, and uh, they are very vulnerable to uh, such attacks. And I read that the energy sector has the third highest rate of corporate cyber attacks, or had the third highest rate of corporate cyber attacks in 2020. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously an industry that's being targeted, right? Absolutely. Uh, very risky and uh, also uh, it's, uh, it's critical because uh, yeah. the, hackers, the hackers understand uh, what can it cause, uh, whether it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's an organized, orchestrated attack or yeah. just by, by few people that are, are, you know, want to, want to, to make some money. Uh, yeah. But but uh, we see it really uh, more and more, and the risks are huge. At a large oil and gas organization, what does your average IT infrastructure look like? And how vulnerable are these systems to cybersecurity breaches, would you say? So 
you know, as 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 we mentioned, uh, first of all, I'll say that unfortunately, as we see, only twenty percent of the the, the cyber uh, budgets are are allocated right now to deal uh, okay. with these uh, OT systems, as we call it, uh, with these sensitive sensors, and um, uh, uh, the vulnerability derived from the fact uh, that uh, this industry really is based on, on these SCADA systems and is not uh, like the regular IT environment. It's, it's uh, really different and the attackers uh, take advantage of it. And at said large oil and gas organization, how much time and resources would these companies spend to control the risk that is associated with the system? What, what does that look like? For sure, unfortunately, not, not enough. Um, uh, it, it's a it's a small. Right now, it's still the minority of the budget uh, goes to deal with such a system. Uh, the mm. majority, uh, more than fifty percent, eighty percent, is uh, you know deals with the regular threats that we used to see in the past. Uh, uh, but but uh, not enough. Uh, you know, towards these sensitive systems. And the last time we caught up, Gil, we talked about shutdowns and how much, you know, revenue is lost from a shutdown. Um, I guess, you know, when we caught up, you you gave me a sort of bit of a case study on when um, an ineffective cybersecurity measure led to a shutdown. What what other consequences are there for... um, ineffective systems so uh, we, we see the, the consequences are, are on uh, several uh, levels uh, different levels some some of it uh, you know we we a bit neglect but uh, but we need to pay attention to all all of these uh, first of all is the financial loss which everyone of course notice and talk about and uh, we're talking uh, we're talking really billions of dollars only last uh, last year. Uh, but there are also other levels uh, which we need to pay attention uh, and, are, and are as important as the financial loss. It's, uh, of course, the reputational damage. We, uh, we know that in, in our competitive environment, uh, clients uh, tend to leave in case they, have, uh, they face reputational uh, issues. Uh, they leave the, you know, the clients and uh, the companies. Uh, we have operational downtown, uh, downtime yeah. because uh, companies, uh, you know, uh, when they have, when they face a cyber attack, they must close down uh, their operation in order to understand what's going on uh, and to and, and and you know and to fix the problem. Sometimes it takes hours, but it can take days, uh, and and uh, this is huge loss for a company. Uh, add to it the legal actions, you know, people tend to sue if they, if they you know, feel that uh, they, 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 they're hurt in any way. So, again, you know, last year we saw about a billion dollars just in legal actions. And, of course, uh, the loss of sensitive data. Because once you hack such a company, uh, you also get to the sensitive data of its clients and it's, uh, and it, and it's endless. So, uh, yeah. We need to pay attention to all of these uh, levels. Thank you. Interesting comments. Obviously, you will have read the the recent Exora innovation forecast. Um, within the paper, what was found was that cybersecurity was the most prevalent barrier to digital deployment in oil and gas. 
um, which I thought was quite interesting. W one question I had from that um, insight was, what what are the security risks of deploying digital technologies within oil and gas? Would you say? Yeah. So uh, uh, because it's a complex environment, and uh, and sometimes there are you know hundreds or even more different softwares dealing with different sensors. Uh, so so the problems sometimes in this in these cases are inherent in these softwares. In, in, in difference from other industries, uh, and we've seen number of situations in, in, in re, really in the recent year even, uh, where software components in, in, in automatic updates uh, were corrupted or, or poisoned, as we call it, uh, with malicious code. So, so uh, it is a problem, yes. And how are, how are your clients mitigating these risks whilst, I guess, continuing to get the benefits of deploying digital technologies? Yeah, so first of all, of course, you know, companies need to continue to deploy uh, uh, the digital technology because it helps them, it makes them more efficient. Uh, and, and we work with these companies uh, together, uh, trying to explain them that really we need to think outside the box and we need to, to use some untraditional measures uh, like uh, attack simulations, uh, red teaming, uh, you know, different scenarios uh, in order to deal uh, uh, with such uh, cases. And we work hand-to-hand -hand with the clients in order to mitigate. And then uh, if, if there's an oil and gas company listening today, as, as I'm sure there'll be many, um, what should they be doing to prevent cyber attacks, broadly speaking? So... Uh, for, I can give you, for example, we at Legacy, uh, we use very powerful tools that we, uh, you know, developed uh, in order to, to deal with such cases. Uh, our system is uh, looking at the company from the outside world, from the Internet, and uh, it really simulates like a, like a virtual attack of uh, hundreds of hackers in, in one minute. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a powerful tool. Uh, and in this in this way, we can show and explain the company uh, where are the opening, where are the problems. Uh, we cooperate with other large uh, companies that can uh, afterwards come and secure and, and implement the solutions. So uh, it's it's really uh, thinking like a hacker. You know, this is the unfortunately yeah. this is the only way to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um... So I guess coming back to digital transformation, which is very much a buzzword within the oil and gas sector at the moment, how how does digital transformation ultimately alleviate the risk of cyber attacks and how will it continue to do so, say, over the next five years or so? Yeah, so... so First of all, you know, I, I, uh, we are not selling dreams. I think that the problems will persist and will even increase, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, but hand in hand, also the solutions are getting uh, stronger and stronger. And the awareness of the clients, the awareness that things need to be done. Uh, they train their employees better. They train themselves better. They implement these new solutions. And I think that for sure we'll see uh, an increase in the uh, digital 
uh, implementation or in, 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 in this uh, sector. Uh, but I think that the companies will, will be more and more professional also in the cyber defensive world. So I guess in summary, Gil, in terms of oil and gas leaders in IT and digital roles, I guess what's what's critical is is to be um, mindful of the threats, but to be speaking with the industry thought partners essentially who can offer the requisite thought leadership and and services that can help mitigate risk. Absolutely, I mean this is the only way that uh, it will be possible to to work in such environment. Uh, these are this industry is a critical industry. No, 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 no need to. You know, to say more here, but it is critical. Uh, we believe that we shall see more and more attacks uh, coming from either, you know, organized uh, organizations, countries, and, and also uh, uh, just just uh, hackers. And uh, and uh, it, you know, it will mean to work together with the industry in order to uh, improve the protection. Uh, of the IT systems and the SCADA systems, yes. Well, I think that, that brings us to a close. Um, thanks ever so much for, for joining uh, today, Gil. Great to, great to connect again and um, to hear your thoughts on this particular area of the industry. Um, I, think every, I think our listeners are going to really enjoy the session and, and take away a lot from it and learn from it. Um, I know I have. Um, so thanks ever so much for coming on board. And um, look forward to speaking again soon. Looking forward and thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thanks, Gil. Take care. Bye. Take care. Thanks ever so much for listening in. Next week, we'll be discussing the importance of AI in digital transformation with Harry Kassar, former technology director for BP. I've been your host today, Jack Ingram from the Energy Council. Thank you ever so much for listening in and do tune in next time. Take care.